Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. This is episode 138 and we have a jam-packed episode for you folks. Gentle listeners, thank you for joining us. We've got some great stuff to talk about. Mrs. H, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? Yeah, how are you feeling? You feeling good? You ready to rumble? Uh, always. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You seem shocked that I've asked you. That you want. <laughs> that Not is... necessarily how I'm actually feeling. Oh, OK, yeah. I'm just going to run with what we've got. Yeah. So by the time this episode comes out, there is one week, just one week to a Night at the Glitz, our takeover event with Wonderlust Swingers at Le Boudoir Club, right? Yes. 24th of September. Absolutely. We have sold out on tickets. Oh my God, that's so exciting. We have no tickets left. Sold the last ticket we have right before this episode was just before recorded. We didn't wait for that. It just happened. It was just pure, happened. pure circumstance. <laughs> yeah. But we are so excited. And if you're not coming along, we're sorry, you're going to miss out. Well, you can't. You can't now, unless someone, like loads of people drop out, in which case then... Uh, we, we don't we, want we, that to happen. Yeah, we're not going to burn our bridges completely. We may need you. Yes. But at this stage, piss off. You're dead to us. <laughs> And it's full. It's sold out and everyone's pretty much ready to go. Yeah, it is. Apart from me, who has no outfit. Well, you did have an outfit. I did. I didn't like it. I looked like a big bruise. You look like a big bruise. A sparkly bruise. Sp- okay. <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought it looked nice. but Thank you. you know, if I was aiming for like hematoma kind of thing, yes. No, it was more sort of game show host meets, you wow, know. I wasn't going for that look anyway. Was it not what you were going for? I'm glad I've got another outfit on. Slutty game cards. show host. Was I, was I, I thought that was the theme. Or is it just a night of the glitz? Is that yes. right? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's talk about a couple of other things before we jump into the cut and the thrust and the stab. Oh, wow. All, all those other sword-related paraphernalia. This isn't a crime podcast, it's right? It's not a crime podcast. Okay. So you, you got another year around the sun. I did. I'm a year closer to turning 50, which uh, is next year. <laughs> Every time you have a birthday. I'm a year closer to turning 50. Yes, <laughs> unless you've gone past 50, and then in which case you're a year further away from 50. Well, yeah, then I'm going in the wrong direction completely. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's the next birthday. It is the, the, like the There's next no one. There's no escaping it. It's happening. So next year you are turning 50. Correct. Holy crap. Thanks. How are you feeling about that? 
Um, well, I was feeling fine, but now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't feeling fine, actually. I was feeling a little bit like, oh, God, I don't want to be that. But at the same time, it's exciting because that's half a freaking century. It is. And half a I've century spent of freaking. Half of that century with you. Yay. Right. So uh, pretty, is that right? Well, I don't like, think. Kind uh, nearly. Of I think you're a couple, years, couple of years um, away yeah. from it. But, you know, let's, yeah. let's call it half a century. Why yeah. not? I was there in spirit, if not in body. So that's like quite exciting. And it should be like given some credence. So we're going to have to. That far. Oh, we're going to have to figure out how we celebrate. But yes. we had a ton of messages. Oh, my God. I and had presents so many. And stuff. Lovely messages and lovely presents. And I just want to say a really big thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day to wish me happy birthday. I did a number of times. Well, you go at saying. Yay, I'm the winningest. <laughs> Screw everyone else. I'm the bestest. Yes, obviously, you're the best. Number one. However, people I've never met just took their time to wish me happy birthday. And I really appreciate it. It was very, very nice. Yeah. Some interesting comments about your birthday that someone said, oh, nice feet. I think someone oh said, goodness, yeah, which is good. I do remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a lie. I do have lovely feet. You do have nice feet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's an okay. amazing feat for your birthday. <laughs> I really had to give that joke a leg up then. Oh, no, please. No. <laughs> no foot puns. Do you need me to stop? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Please toe the line. All right. Yay, I got one in there. Yeah, well done. Well Thank done. Thank you. So this episode, right, moving yeah, on from your birthday. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, everyone. Is has been inspired by three different things converging at once. Okay. Okay. And those things are, so we had a recent question, I think on one of our uh, flip you off Mm -hmm. um, episodes. Oh, yes. I went a bit goblin there. I'll try not to this time around. But it was about our fuck it list, right? Someone asked if we had a fuck it list. And what was on it? Yes. And I started going off about how I didn't have one anymore. (laughs) Yes. But really, you kind of do have one. But, Fine. but we'll come back we'll to come that. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll come back to it. The second thing that happened was that we had a discussion between us on fantasies. Right. And we started having a bit of a conversation. And then we, we actually, because it was getting a little bit heated. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you were getting a bit feisty. Me? You, feisty. you were quite feisty. Unusual for you in this sort of situation. I know. Right? I'm I think it's so tolerant. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because it wasn't about what we were talking about in terms of the fantasies, uh. fantasies themselves. It was about some other stuff. And we're going to come on to that in a bit, I think. We're going to poke the bear. So this is a conversation that we haven't really had ourselves yet. And we've we're choosing saved to it. do it now. Yes, for the microphone. Mostly <laughs> so that we, we can play it back at each other go, ha, I told you that's what you said, you fool. You, I was right and you were wrong. You've just been playing the long game. Finally, it's your chance to come back and say, this is why I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, uh, the, the final thing that happened was that we had a recent encounter with our delightful friend, Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Yes. Which ended up in a very sexy situation, Mm -hmm. but it was quite different for a number of reasons. And we're going to talk a bit about that. In fact, I think what we might do Mm -hmm. is we might give people a bit of context about how how we got to that moment. Yeah. And then we'll give, hopefully, a bit of a sexy story. And then we'll dive in Mm -hmm. and pick some of this stuff apart. Yes. This have sounds... a heated debate that we've been saving for us to <laughs> debate heatedly now. <laughs> it, may, it may even be a small debate or indeed a mass one. However, I, it's, it's not a war. It's not a, we're not upset with each other. I think we just want to get this out and kind of work through it. Is that fair? No, that's absolutely fair. We're, I'm, we're not upset with each other. You're correct. It's, I think we have some slightly differing opinions about 
this. Yes, we do, which is why we thought we'd <laughs> save for this. But before we jump into that, let's talk about the Pride Weekend, because this kind of led to this, this is whole thing, the right? sexy experience happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Pride happened. Pride. So in our hometown, which is Southampton, yep. there's there's Pride on a Saturday. It seems to be different to a lot of other oh, Prides. Oh, yeah, it's different. To, it's not in June. It's in August. Yeah, ours is in August. So we we had quite a lot of involvement with Pride this year for various reasons. We went and spent pretty much like quite a lot of a day sort of celebrating some of the Pride events in the city. Well, I wasn't going to jump into the Pride bit just yet. I was just right. having a scene about the fact that it was that weekend. Oh, yeah, it was that weekend. Because we actually had a night out on the night before. Oh, <laughs> yes, we did. So we spent some time with the delightful friends was in Ingester. Yeah. And we went around to theirs. Mm-hmm. First time visiting their place. Yeah. Which is new. Yeah. And they were very, very kind, very, gave us some lovely food, cooked some lovely mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. and filled our drinks and oh, then some. gave you some mega pints. Yeah, I think. that's what you need. Yeah, not that I'm blaming anybody on this. But you are really. But I kind of am blaming Jester yeah. for she... She well, gave you mega pints. Yeah, there was mega pints of wine and then a mega pint of Negroni. <laughs> but then we went to a pub and we had many pints because we were having baby Guinnesses. Oh, very awesome. Which, which are lovely. But ultimately, this night ended up in a very late night and a fuck ton, <laughs> metric fuck ton of drinking. Okay. <laughs> is, is that fair? Yes, it is. Well, it's not fair when it happened, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up having some really sexy times with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, as always, very late. Very, very late. No matter what we do, it always seems to be late. <laughs> but the problem was, is that we had to, or you in particular, I had Mrs. To be H. early for Pride. Yeah. Because for your work, you're marching mm-hmm. yep. in Pride. Yep. And I wanted to be there and support you. I'm glad you wanted to be. <laughs> I did. But when I woke up on Saturday morning, uh-huh. I, I think it was fair to say that I had not had enough sleep. Um, that's one way of putting it. I was also sweating out Rosé, just <laughs> moving in the bed. It was disgusting. You didn't look like you were going to cope. <laughs> I didn't. So you told me to go back to bed. I did. I, do you know what? I was actually really, really lovely about everything. And normally I'd be an absolute cow about this and say, well, it's your own fault. But this time I was just like, you know what? I've got this. I'll go on my own. Okay. You go back to bed. All right. I'll deal with it. So... One of the things that we had organised with with that particular day yeah. is that we were going to be seeing a bunch of friends that were all sort of converging because lots of them were going to the Portsmouth Festival the next day. Yes. So we knew there were lots of people sort of mm-hmm. hanging around our town. So our hope was is that we'd do the Pride thing and then catch up with them. Mm-hmm. But actually, I really wanted to do the Pride March because it's really important to me. Good. However, I did go back to bed for 45 minutes and then real woke up had sun alarm, but just about made it, like washed, got, like ditched my car like three minutes away from the place and ran there and got there about two minutes before the march started, right? Lazarus returns, yes. It was, right? I was sat there and it happened to be quite possibly the sunniest day of the year. Oh my God, I so was so hot. We stood waiting for this thing to start and I am literally sweating out Rosé. Yeah. And I am like, oh, I... Yeah, I'm not feeling 100% <laughs> and just grabbing bottles of water off of everyone yeah. that I can and just consuming them. It was stupidly hot. Um, I was recovering from my tattoo like the day before as well. It was just, oh. <clears throat> However, we were there and we started the march and we did the march. We did the march. Yeah. When we finished the march, managed to consume more water, really good. And then yeah. we saw Kitty and the Boy Who, which Yay. was lovely to see them. It was awesome. 
They were chilling out of Pride. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. They looked fantastic. So we were able to spend sort of 10, 15 minutes saying hello to them. And then we had some meets to do, right? We did. So we were seeing... We had to get back on the horse and do some more drinking. <laughs> well, so <laughs> we were going to catch up again with, with Wizard and Jester. Yeah. But also Mr. and Mrs. C. Yeah. And also Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Yeah. And we were all going to have just a few drinks and then we were all going to go our separate ways and, and have our fun evening. I mean, that's quite a power table. It's, it was a powerful table. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's, um, that's a collective table of hotties from we, all that Twitter. It, it is. <laughs> it, is a, a, it is a powerful collection of hotties. Absolutely. And before we knew it, we were in a Chinese restaurant singing karaoke together. Of course, because that's how all good weekends because, should end. I mean, it started at like, you know, we were two o'clock in the afternoon, we started mm. drinking. It kind of carried on into yeah. the, the sort of late hours. Yeah. And then Wizard and Jester and Mr. and Mrs. C went their own way. Yeah. And Secret Stag and Secret Vixen and us went back to ours. Yeah. After a stop much off at a, a much drinking and a Chinese meal because, you know, it'd be rude not to, right? Which <laughs> yeah. was, I have to say, delicious. Amazing. Yeah, it was very, very tasty, very nice. And we get home. So we're inebriated for a second time in a row. Or maybe it's never stopped. Maybe <laughs> I, it's a continuation I of the inebriation. I was that inebriated the second night. I, I mean, w- I had been drinking, granted. Yes, you had been drinking. But I genuinely don't recall feeling particularly drunk. Okay. I think I was not too bad. Okay. I definitely had been drunk at the previous night. <laughs> that's fair enough. So we continued to have some more drinks because that's what we needed when we got home. Mm-hmm. And things start getting a little bit frisky. Uh, by frisky, you mean we were just kind of mild flirty kind of stuff? Yeah, I think yeah. that was starting to happen. At which point, yeah. I think you started feeling unwell. Yeah, I hadn't. I'd been feeling a little bit unwell kind of as that as the evening was kind of going on. And then by the time I got home and things started getting a bit frisky, yes, I was feeling a bit more unwell. It's not unusual at the moment. No. So we it's are not. investigating. So folks, don't worry at this point in time. We are doing our best to figure out what is wrong with Mrs. H. Yeah. And if we can rebuild her and give her a new <laughs> skeleton made of adamantium. Could you also give me some new boobs and a tummy tuck, please? Yes, we can Thank definitely you. do that. That's fine. Can you just rebuild me from the like the waist upwards. <laughs> Actually, no, just all of it. Just all of it. Just redo the whole <laughs> just thing. Just rebuild me. Like, okay. uh, you have a technology, right? No, we don't yet have the technology. I'm, I'm sad to say. But we'll, you know. Or, or like eight grand. <laughs> just lying around to refix me. <laughs> Bless you. We don't have that lying around, I can assure you. No. We've spent it all on robots and blackjack and hookers. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> you do not need more robots. I'm fine with the blackjack and hookers. Okay, fine. So. As things are starting to sort of warm up, you sort of proclaim that you're not going to participate really, don't you? Yeah. Tell I, us about that. What happened? What's okay. going through your head? So I, you, you three were kind of on the floor, like in, in, our, in our lounge kind of thing, just okay. like kind of idly, just not fooling around, but just being quite intimate. Okay. Because you know? we've known each other a while now. Yeah. And it's really easy to hang out and be kind of tactile I yeah, guess in, in each other's company that's that's not unusual for us anyway and I was kind of on the on the sofa kind of lying down at this point because I was just feeling a little bit not very well mm-hmm. so I thought I'll lie down because that might make me feel better and then I was lying down and I thought oh I feel actually 
much more comfortable lying down anyway. It's your natural state, to be fair. <laughs> no, it's not. But lying down, I realised that I was like, okay, if I just lie still in this position, I don't feel too bad and I don't need to kind of take myself off and go to sleep or go to bed or anything. I can still be here. Yeah. And at that point, I kind of, my brain switched into a sort of, almost like, um, it kind of did the math for me. I kind of looked at what I was watching in front of me on the living room floor where you guys were all clearly becoming a bit more in the mood for some naughtiness. Mm -hmm. And I found myself getting more and more like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't really want to move. And I feel like if I move, I'll start feeling unwell again or more unwell. Okay. So I kind of just thought, I'm just going to stay still because I feel okay staying still. So was it like tracks where if you stayed still long <laughs> enough, you'd become invisible? I definitely felt if I stayed in the position I was, I'd be able to just carry on being present but yep. without having to go to bed. Does that make sense? Okay. I didn't want to remove myself and completely end the night and say, guys, I'm sorry, I need to go lie down in my bed yep. and go to sleep. And I thought, oh, no, I'm just going to stay here and see how I feel just kind of being present while they're chatting and being a little bit touchy-feely. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of went, oh, well, I don't want to be that guy that just says, mm, I'm, I just want you to not do this because actually I'm comfortable enough with what we've all done as a four before anyway to know that I, there wasn't any kind of jealousy or FOMO at that point because I was just happy that I could observe and not have to go to bed on my own. Okay. So I thought, yeah, okay, I'm just going to tell them that actually I just want you to carry on doing whatever you want to do. I'm here. And so I did say that to you, like all of you. Yeah. And basically said, oh, you guys like carry on. I'm, I'm actually pretty comfortable here. And Secret Stag kind of was already half on the settee with me sort of kind of like we were going to start some stuff and then yeah. I kind of gently decided to push him back into the, the fray <laughs> and <laughs> into the arena. Him, reassured him that I actually I don't need any interaction at the moment I'm actually really comfortable just lying still and I didn't want to alarm anyone either by saying I didn't I didn't feel well and I didn't feel well because I knew as soon as I said that it would immediately stop the sexy feelings between all of you because mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh my God, that doesn't feel right knowing that someone's not feeling well. Uh, we'd have powered on through it. It would have been fine. I'm sure we'd have managed to make well, it work. So I wanted to kind of really underplay how I felt physically. Yeah. But at the same time, I was feeling okay to just be there and just see what happened quietly without any fuss. Okay. So I kind of just encouraged you, the three of you, to just carry on and I was opting to watch you. Yeah. And I, th I think as soon as I said those words, I'm, I want to just sit and watch and I'm actually telling you to do this in front of me, it kind of spurred certainly you and Secret Stag into a bit of a, okay, she's, she's looking okay. She's not like freaking out. She's, I think we all checked to I'm make sure you're okay. from the situation. I was lying there quite happy just watching and telling you to carry on. And I said it several times to make it abundantly clear wasn't just being a martyr about it and I wasn't kind of being sort of, I don't know, I, I wasn't being dramatic about anything. I was just very, very quietly reassuring you that I was happy where I was and please just carry on. Well, I think we're not used to that in 
in no, the dynamic that we share way. with them and, no. and the dynamic that we have either. Uh, although you have sat back and watched before, it's not been driven by any particular thing other than your desire to watch something. Yeah. But in this instance, obviously, there was a level of poorliness that was driving it. So we all wanted to make sure that you were OK. We all knew that you and weren't well. All three of you did that yeah. repeatedly. And I'm really grateful that you took the time to check in with me so many times and not just go, oh, OK, cool. She says it's OK. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, out of the room. <laughs> Threw Bye. a blanket over yeah. my head like a budgie. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> what you can't see. <laughs> um, no, you did, all three of you, you did keep on sort of checking in and looking at me again like are you sure like no come on no 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 it's fine I was like no I want you to I want you to okay so I'm gonna see how I feel about this and at the moment I feel okay telling you to go ahead and do this so what did you see what what did you observe okay so uh secret vixen was lying down at this point on the floor and mm -hmm. I could tell she was definitely not fending you off. <laughs> uh, she was clearly open to some gentle kind of light flirty play because that was already kind of happening. Mm -hmm. And there was no fending you off, stopping you, moving away. So she, she clearly was looking like she wanted more. Yeah. And Secret Stag and yourself were kind of on either side of her. So one, one each side. So at this point, I thought, well, I'm I'm gonna see. Um, let me get this right. An MFM is that right? Did yeah. I get that right? Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> I remember making that mistake a long time ago, <laughs> and you're going, no, 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 no. You need to uh, not an rearrange, to rearrange those letters. <laughs> an MFM. <laughs> yes. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna maybe cur curate my own MFM here because I'm. I'm here, I'm kind of lording it above the three of you because I was on a settee elevated and you three were just on the floor in front of me. So I was watching you guys kind of either side of um, Secret Vixen. Mm -hmm. And uh, at this point, he started undressing her a little bit. So started removing some of her clothes. And again, she wasn't really stopping him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, please don't. Uh, no, there was none of that. So, and again, I think both of you looked at me a little bit just for reassurance that I wasn't kind of turning my head away or crying in a corner. And I was, I was just watching. I wasn't doing anything at this stage. I was just kind of lying there on my side, watching you both with Vixen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I could tell that you were both pretty excited as well by, you know, your mounting excitement going on down there. That was all happening. I think you can explain that in more detail, dear. Uh, you, from what I can see, you were both pretty erect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And so what am I doing at this point? At this point, you, you were kissing her. And I think you started playing with her. Okay. With your hand. With my hand. Mm -hmm. All right. And I think stag, I'm just going to shorten it to stag. I can't keep giving him a secret stag. It's too much of a mouthful. <laughs> Giggity. Um, and he was kind of doing the same. He was sort of um, just caressing her a little bit and running his hands up and down her thighs. And you were both pretty much mirroring each other's movements with her. And she was kind of a centre of attention. And I also knew that she would really enjoy that. She's, you know, made no secret in the past of enjoying a, a couple of men, maybe, at the same time. Yeah. Now, admittedly, I'm very often in that mix with you both. And me and Vixen do interact quite 
quite a lot of each other when the two of you are with us normally. So, but I didn't really feel any jealousy at this point. I didn't really feel like I was missing out because I was still quite comfy and I was already kind of looking forward to seeing what was going to happen next. Okay. Anyway, at this point, I then started feeling brave enough to start telling you what I wanted to see. Okay. And what did you want to see? So I wanted to, I definitely wanted to see one or both of you playing with Vixen. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I like watching that kind of thing anyway. And I think we've spoken in the past about porn. If I was going to watch porn, it would often default to um, maybe watching women play with themselves or watching women being played with, that kind of thing. So for me, it was quite an obvious um, progression to ask you both to do that so I could watch. And that, for me, kind of unfolded quite easily in front of me. And so that did happen and you both carried on doing that. And then I think Stag moved over so he could, um, he could, he could put his cock in her mouth. Okay. Look at me using words. Look at you using words. And he, what does she do? Well, she didn't spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was very open to that. Okay. And so she, she started um, giving him head while you then, I think you probably went down on her for a bit, but you kind of went down on her from an angle where you knew I could see rather than moving around to block my view. And so I felt that you were both, you were both kind of playing a scene for me in a way, a little bit, because I was, I'd already told you what I wanted to see more of, and I'd already told you where I wanted her to lie in a certain position so I could see without having to move. Like Queen of Sheba, <laughs> do this. Well, I think we move around so I can see that. <laughs> very quickly, our initial sort of glances towards you about making sure you're okay went through to a more performative aspect, and it was more about catching your eye and ensuring that you were enjoying it. Not checking that you're okay, but that you could see what was happening and that you could sort of be part of that experience through that connection. Did you, is that genuinely what you were thinking when all this was going on? So you were genuinely wondering if I was enjoying it and watching it. I was making sure that you were enjoying it yeah, as much as I could. But did you, did you at any point enjoy the fact that I was watching and asking you yeah, that was that, that that was fun, and I know that you like being bossy occasionally. I think what? it's the nicest way. This is not slander. This is not lies. <laughs> um, and I think that that played to both our, our dynamics to a certain extent. It definitely played to his. Oh yeah, like he, not that he really needs any encouragement to come to life in these situations, but he actually really did seem to be more. Even more excited. <laughs> and he's always excited anyway when it, anything comes to Vixen and what she's doing with people. Mm-hmm. But he actually did seem to be even more engaged, if you like, of asking me what more what I wanted to do. And it was almost like, what next? What, what more? What, what do you want us to do now? Yeah. Um, and I don't know what Vixen thought of all this frankly, because she was um, covered by you two anyway, and I couldn't really see her face for a lot of it. Well, she, certainly, she didn't really seem to be complaining. So, I mean, it tasted like she was enjoying it. <laughs> um, I, think, I think she was enjoying it. I'm not sure how much the you telling us what to do impacted what happened with her, because much of the stuff that we were doing were things that she would liked enjoy and anyway. would enjoy yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was just a case of, um, I, I guess... Uh, 
Secret Stag and I performing a little bit more for you or making sure that you could see what was going on Mm -hmm. and just giving you the odd bit of eye contact or something a little bit more showy at times just so that you could enjoy that. Yeah. And so what happened next was that I started enjoying myself more. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So... And I remained fully clothed at this point. In fact, I think I remained mostly clothed throughout the whole thing. But I was I was wearing kind of shorts, so I didn't really need to do much to kind of enjoy myself physically. <laughs> so sc- I started playing myself while I was watching you guys. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I think halfway through that, I think you might have handed me a toy. Yep. Maybe one of a hot octopus little mini vibratory type things. Yeah. Because I think you saw what I was doing and then you decided to go and get that for me, which was great because then I started (laughs) playing with that. And I was surprised how much I was just able to, I didn't really need to move either. I just lay there, but felt okay physically because I was still... This sounds like the perfect kind of wink for you. You don't have to move. Someone (laughs) brings you a toy. You sit there and get live porn. I mean, it's not a bad life being Mrs. H other than the the fact that you weren't feeling great. the bad thing, if you like, in all this was the fact that it had happened in the way it had in the first place, in that I'd felt a little bit too unwell to participate myself. Yeah. But then, obviously... You passed it to, participated with yourself quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, I did. Because yeah. I, I lay there quite comfortably and started to feel a, a little bit better, but didn't want to risk moving and making myself feel poorly again. So yeah. I just lay there and thought, well, I'm just going to do what feels right now because I don't, I don't want to jinx it by moving. So I'm just going to stay here. Okay. <laughs> this is working just fine. So while you start to play, yeah. what's happening on the floor then? In the arena? In the arena. Uh, well, halfway through this, Stag did come over to me and kind of on his knees mm-hmm. and knelt sort of at the side of me. And I, I told him the next set of instructions that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I explained that at this point, I was fairly sure Vixen would like to be fucked. It would, it would seem that would be the next logical step for either of you. I don't know which one wanted to, or I wasn't going to fight that out. I just wanted to see it. Neither of us were, were like <laughs> upset by that. I think, however, what, what I did enjoy was the fact that we left the decision to Vixen and asked her who she wanted to make her climax. And I, I believe the answer was you. It might have been. <laughs> I think now, it, whether that was for Mr. Stagg's benefit or my benefit or whatever it was. Or her benefit or, or my yours, benefit. It was for all, all of our benefits. We all benefited yeah. somehow. Anyway, that was, that was the answer. So, and I, I asked that you do that in such a way that I could see that. Which was? I mean, she didn't have to move much, to be fair, which was great for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think all the manoeuvring was between you and Stagg maneuvering around so I could see everything. Okay. However, anyway, so Stag was on his knees and he was kind of half interacting with me and I he said, is, is this okay? And I said, yeah, yeah, but I'm quite happy watching. So, yeah, minimal. You can just like say hi <laughs> and maybe feel how excited I am and then you can go back to where, what you were doing. So I instructed him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think he enjoyed because I, I pretty much told him to finger me and then fuck off again (laughs) that was fine and he did um anyway at that point i then i then told you that i wanted you to make her come and but for that to happen she had to get on top of you 
So she did. She climbed on top of you. Yes, there was definitely fucking. Oh, there was definitely fucking, was there? there? Definitely fucking. And oh my goodness, there was something I was going to say and I completely forgot what it was now because you've, you interrupted my train of thought with it. But there was something. I did, oh, I took pictures. You did take pictures. I did. I took pictures and a video. I knew there was something else that I, I decided just to do. And no one asked me to do it. I knew that obviously it's, it's always fine to take pictures and of us four together. It's always Posting been, them straight to Facebook was a mistake though. <laughs> it's always been like a blanket consent between us. So, yeah. And I thought, you know what? I think Stag would like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just for his benefit. I just liked the, the fact that I was, I was lying there watching this, this kind of, as you say, this live porn happen in front of me. And I was able to capture some of that. Is it because you need it for your live watcher certificate that you have to submit now to Pornhub? <laughs> no, so she's on top of me and fucking mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Then what happened? And she came. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? I would imagine you came. I think you probably did. Did I do that? Is I that what know. happened I then? I can't remember. I'm, no, you have to remind me now. I think, and I'm sure she'll be the first person to correct me if I'm wrong, I actually fucked her from behind while she was leaning oh, towards okay. the sofa. Right, yes. And then I came. That probably happened, yeah. Yeah. And he definitely did. I think I'm trying to remember where it was. It's, on on her, maybe. I don't know, but the dog was licking something oh, up for ages. It. <laughs> no, it's not true. Um, it was. I think he came like on her, over her, something. Over her. That 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 little bit does blur a little bit for me. That that um, post Mrs H orgasm where there's no memory whatsoever. Uh, I came when she did. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've really got the, the synchronous orgasms going quite well now. I think we've, we've nailed that, um, much like I did Dickly. Secret Vixen. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. so that happened. Did. And how did you feel about it? It sounds like you enjoyed it, apart from the, the obvious unwellness. Yes, but that happened kind of at the beginning. And I, I think had I, had I just kind of tried to ignore how I felt physically and and be involved myself physically. Yeah. I don't think it would have felt great for me. No. Because I really wasn't feeling it. I really wasn't. But it turns out that, you know, my mind was still feeling quite sexy. And I kind of, I'm really glad I didn't miss out on my terms. Okay. Because I still got to enjoy something and I got to experience something that I wouldn't often put myself knowingly in that situation because my default is to be involved. And to play as, you know, with, with you and to be part of the physical experience. So I kind of feel like I did, I did as, as much as I could with the situation that developed. Yeah. And I'm glad I did in a way because it allowed me to experience something that is, was definitely, definitely out of my comfort zone when I, if I'd thought about it in isolation and asked myself, oh, hey, today the three of you are going to have a threesome and I'm going to watch. At, at no point would I think, oh, that's going to happen. But I think now I'd be more open to that scenario happening because I've done it and I didn't die and it was great. Well, you have sat <laughs> back and, and watched Secret Vixen and I play before. Yeah, but I was involved at the beginning anyway. Mm. Uh, so I wasn't completely isolated from that okay. play situation. And, I, and if you recall, I did that that time almost kind of because I was channeling a little bit of what Stag would have been doing had he been there and he'd obviously shared 
vixen for the night with the three of us. Mm. So I almost wanted to do that for him Okay. at that point. Whereas this was more of a, actually, I don't think I can play because I just don't, I don't physically feel... don't feel I can. Right. Okay. But so in future, would you, is that something that you'd want to explore or is that something I that's... would happily do it again. Would yes. that be with other people or would that be with only people that's that we've got an question. established relationship with? Very good question. I think I'm probably at the moment leaning more towards it being with people that I know and trust and have played with before rather than a new experience. Okay. That's not to say it's not going to happen in the future and I'm not going to consider that. But I think at the moment my comfort level is more around, I know you guys, I've played with you before and I trust you with them and I, I kind of know what it feels like because I've played with them. Yeah. You've got the mileage under your belt. I've licked it, so it's mine. <laughs> and now you can play with it. You've I'm got watched. like tons of secret <laughs> hopper points. Yeah, I, I think I just felt very safe playing in that, that sand pit of not worrying how what I was missing out on because it wasn't new to me. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was people I trusted. And I think at any point if I'd said, oh no, 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 I don't feel like this is working mentally. I want to, I want to stop. You not, none of you would have kind of held that against me. Well, you might in a moment, I don't know. (laughs) Fuck's sake. But you wouldn't have held that against me. You would have listened and you would have absolutely respected my choice. Well, I think, you know, we've been in that situation before with you when you've not been well enough to carry on. And we've we've, we've all stopped and pulled the plug. Right. And, you know, it's not an unfamiliar territory for us. No, it's and I think, so I think, you know, everyone would have respected your decision regardless of what you'd have said. I think we were just all keen to check in to make sure that's, that you were happy with that. Yeah. Because we all care very much about you and, and each other. And I think that's kind of where that, that comes well, from. I think it's also useful to know, not that I'm hoping this happens again in the future because I don't obviously want to keep feeling unwell, but if it's good to know that I have an option of, if I don't really quite feel like being... Nailed. <laughs> uh, if I don't really want to physically be fucked or something, I can at least have an option of, hey, you can do this instead. Yeah. And this might actually feel more comfortable for me if I'm just not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Not, not what I'm planning to feel unwell again, but you know what I mean. Okay. It's good that there's options. It's, well, it's nice that, it's, that you've experienced it and that you've yeah. got it as a, as a tool that you can bust out if, if you mm. feel like you're in the right space. Which Definitely. is interesting because when we were talking about fantasies quite recently, mm-hmm. see, look at that segue. That was fucking brilliant, wasn't it? Just going to references. I would not be brilliant on a segue. Oh, I know. I can imagine you're <laughs> terrible on a skateboard, let alone a bike. So a segue, you'd be lethal. I've never been on a skateboard. You have. Have I? Yeah, it was not pleasant. I it wasn't good. That. So, I mean, we, we, we were talking the other day about, about fantasies. And as part of our sort of bucket list or fuck it list. And you were sort mm. of saying, well, you, you don't have any. Okay. But you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So when, when, so we were chatting, I believe it was with the XXX it files. It was, yeah. They asked or the X files or whichever way around it is. The extra um, strong mints. Yeah. By, this, by the time this goes out, they'll, they'll actually be in the country, which is lovely. <laughs> but um, you said that you didn't have any fantasies. Okay. And what I should probably do is caveat that with, I think what I meant was, because I know how my mind works sometimes, and I think what I was trying to get at was, it's not that I don't have them. It's more that it's not an active 
bucket list that I aspire to because I didn't, don't, didn't, don't <laughs> think it was a possibility. So I kind of just didn't bother with it. But Okay. So it's not. So it's not, well, it's not Evan. It's not, well, it's not in my head as something I, I want to do because I, I'm turned on by the idea. It's more, I don't want to try and put something on a list that I just don't think is attainable. But at the same point, when when we were asked, is yeah. there a, a fantasy? And not, and not just them. I'm not dragging them into this. Throw them this, under this, the bus. Yeah, that is their fault. <laughs> they can piss off. Throw them um, under the London bus. <laughs> exactly. But, but when we talk about fantasies together, which we do occasionally, for some reason it always happens to be an Italian restaurant when we're drinking lots of wine. <laughs> but that's another matter entirely. When we ask about them, the level of honesty needs to be important because it's not necessarily about what's in the realms of possible because you can't make a fantasy possible unless you know that it exists. Right. And even if it isn't something that's possible, it's still important to put it on the table, I feel. Okay. So I think this is probably where we differ slightly. It's not that I disagree with that point because I, I think it's actually, you're right, we should be open, transparent and share things. However, I think I'm so used to having my imagination as a, almost like a untouchable, I want fantasy to remain fantasy for a reason. And yeah, it's because I don't think anything in reality will ever live up to the, what my fantasy creates. No, as. no man can bring that many tentacles to play. <laughs> no, but that's, that's kind of what I've just, that's my default. I kind of think this is a fantasy because I don't want it to be anything other than that. I don't think that's necessarily true. And I'm going to challenge you on this one. Yeah. Because I think what you're, what you're do, actually doing is, is that you're or trying to sort of say in a roundabout way, is that you don't want to say something is a fantasy because you don't think between us will allow it to happen. I don't, what I don't want to do is ever risk you not enjoying something and it being as a result of me forcing something on you that you, you don't like. But you're not forcing it on me. We're just not only will it ruin the fantasy end of... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you've ruined another fantasy. Another one? Um, That's the sixth one this week. But not, not only that, but, you know, believe it or not, I, I kind of put your feeling and emotion and our relationship ahead of any fantasy or any anything that we could possibly bring to life because I don't want you to go, well, I, I don't like that. But, it, but by doing that, what you're doing is actually limiting any opportunity for us to grow as a result of it. Because mm. I'm not necessarily saying that, hey, I've changed my mind on anything. Right. But what I am saying is at some point, for example... We said, we're just playing with single ladies. When we started out, that was we our thing, that. right? Mm -hmm. And now, do we, is that all we do? It's not. We've, you are fuck now. <laughs> I am the You're king the of fuck. You're the messiah of fuck. The messiah of fuck town. Um, but, but that's something that changed quite... I agree. It had it's evolved. It's evolved. The fact that we always said that we'd never play in a separate room or a different room. And then... Touchy subject. Yes, but, but then one of us did that. And that's actually become something that, with the right circumstances, we've talked yeah. about that could happen again. For example, at one of our events, we don't know. Not, I'm not saying necessarily that's what we're going to do. No, I know, but, but it's not. But it's not end of the, the world of a possibility yeah. for us to discuss how that might mm -hmm. go. My point is, is that actually, by removing those fantasies from the conversation, how do we ever evolve, grow, or challenge ourselves? And I'm also really conscious that in the back of my head, I'm kind of, 
one of the, the the interesting things about doing the podcast, right? This, this may be rambling and hopefully I'll reach the point on it, is that when you talk about something four or five years ago, that is there forever mm-hmm. until you pull the plug on it or delete it. or right. And there is always somebody new that listens to that and takes that as, and reminds you of yeah. that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we know, for example, anywhere we go, Chandamuff. Are, we've spoken to them about the podcast. They've heard Chandamuff, right? Right. That uh, or Roadhead. Forever are those things <laughs> uh, a weight around my shoulders. But they, those stances that we've taken throughout the course of the show. For example, with yourself, no finger blasting. Actually, the reality is a little bit different. Is that finger blasting can be okay if it's done by the right person in the right way and under the right situation. Right. right? Finger blasting with care. <laughs> but because we've said that these things are like that on the show. And they've almost become part of our personalities. It sometimes feel as, feels as though the weight that we've got of the things that we've said is inescapable when you get to this point now. Because we've, we're so locked in. Part of it is our journey. Mm-hmm. Part of it is the show as well. And it's hard to escape some of those things. Do you see what I, I completely see what you mean. It's almost like saying, well, I said it once, so I'm never going to change my mind. Yeah. And it feels that by saying that the... I'm conscious that there's things that we've said like uh, single guys or you playing by yourself with women or whatever, that actually that, that we've, we've, because we've said that, it's set in stone. For some reason, also women with short hair seems to be thrown at me quite a lot. Well, you only like women well, with short hair. Sad. But yeah, <laughs> though I said I like women with short hair. I didn't say I, I don't like any other woman. Well, I, I hated olives five years ago, but I've trained myself trained to, yourself like, them to like them. And that's the thing. So you saying that you never wanted to watch somebody or watch me and Secret Stag and Secret Vixen play together or, or anyone else. In fact, it doesn't have to be just them, but, you know, conveniently they were there. Uh, yeah, that, that's, I, I think that's I, changed and evolved. Right. I think I probably wasn't able to put myself in, the, in that kind of narrative of, can I ever do that? And at the time when we first brought all this up and started talking about what we wanted and what our boundaries and what our hard nose were, it kind of never occurred to me that I would, yeah, but I, I survived that and feel okay and, and actually really turned on by it. Um, however, one of the things I think that we've talked about so much over the last sort of six years is, 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 your, is your kind of, your thoughts on watching me with other women. And that's not ever massively changed in terms of it's not something that you seek out as a, an erotic experience that you, you like to see. No, but there are ways in which we can enable things and it doesn't have yeah. to be the, the use playing on a bed with another woman while I sit in a chair wanking. That doesn't have to be the... <laughs> but do you see what I mean? There are ways in which we can work through it. For example, yeah. at the Borgie, at one point you were due to go off and play with a woman by yourself. In another room, no less. And that, I asked. You asked. Yeah, you asked. You asked. And that would have absolutely been something that we were fine with in that situation. In that particular but environment, yes. We, what I'm we saying, had got to a point where we could allow it, yes. When we discussed the, the fantasy thing, and this is why I got so, I wouldn't say upset. I was a little bit hurt by the conversation. If we don't know about those things and we haven't discussed them and put them on, not on the table, but out there, then how are we to, to deal with them if they do come up as a thing? Yeah. So when, when I asked you what your fantasies were and you were sort of saying, well, I don't know, I don't really have any or I, I don't want to talk about them because they'll, they're not what you'll accept. One, you don't know what I'll accept because 
I grow, I change, albeit at a much lower rate than every other human being known to man. But also I, I, I'd want to know about it just so that we can deal with it if, if an opportunity arises. And one of the things we, because we spoke about, one of the things that cropped up with this as well is that rather lovely on the Sunday of that particular weekend, it was a great weekend for seeing lots of awesome people. Really I have was. to say, um, Penny Lane and Starlord popped in and yeah. said hello because they were in the area. They'd gone to the, yeah. the festival. Um, so they popped in and had a bit of a barbecue with us, a bit of an impromptu mm. thing. And it was really nice just to catch up, hang out and, and find out what's been going on with them. Mm. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that she mentioned that she'd, she'd been doing was that she'd gone to the ladies' night at Le Boudoir. Yes, she had. And we knew she was going to go to that. We knew. We were, you know, we were aware of it, but she was able to tell us a little bit about it. So we got the goss and how it went yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And it went really well. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things, you know, Star-Lord is, is very good at enabling um, Penny Lane to, to sort of go and do this. As soon as yeah. she mentioned it, he's bought a ticket and he's put her in a shuffle. Oh, yeah, he's absolutely away. like, yes, yeah, go and enjoy it. That, that's definitely not me in that way. No. But one of our questions that we had once the the, the dust had settled and everyone had buggered off was around, would you want to do that? And I know that reality is that you probably would like to do it. <laughs> but you, you, wouldn't, you didn't want to give me an answer. Okay. All right. So, yes, that's something I, I would absolutely be very excited by. I, I think, because I've never been to one, so I don't know. I might hate it. Who knows? However, now, why, why do you think I kind of tabled that option in my head? And let, let's be clear, it's not because I wanted to upset you. Why do you think my thought process, and you know me really well, why do you think I decided that that's never going to be something I'm going to tell you I would like to do? I think you'll be not telling me because you don't think that I'll accept it or, or that between us will allow it to happen. So partly, but partly because I truly don't think you would enjoy the notion of me doing that. Not, not accept or not consider, but enjoy. And I, I don't think it's ever something you'll truly think about in, an, in, a, in a good way. I can't, well, at least that's what I think. But I, I kind of feel like you don't, you wouldn't enjoy any element of that. You'd feel, you'd feel... Well, not FOMO because you wouldn't be invited. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed in. Sorry, no boys allowed. Not not FOMO, but I, I can't help but go through a range of emotions on your behalf of what I feel you might experience. And that almost negates any pleasure I would get from it because I'd be so worried about what you're feeling and hurting and missing out. I, I just I would just feel so worried. It kind of almost almost kind of counteracts any pleasure I think I'd get from that. But at the same point... I appreciate I don't know that. Of course I don't. that's how I feel you, you would feel. Yeah, I, and I understand that. And I think, in all honesty, I don't think I would be excited about no, it. No, I don't think but, you would either. <laughs> but by the same token, I'm not saying that I wouldn't... I don't think I'd be aghast at the situation either. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't... And I think there's, there's, there's a... I don't, where my head is at at the moment, I think, is that I don't want to restrict you from something that you'd like to do, but I need to be able to navigate that in the right way. Mm. And I don't think I'm quite in that space, no. but I don't think I'm that far from that space either, because there, there has definitely been a shift in, in, in our maturity between us. And it's kind of like, how do we, how do we navigate that in the right way? Right. So I don't, you know, I don't think, as far as I know, I mean, I don't get any, Sexy thrills from seeing you play no, with another no, you one. No, you don't. And you've been very I, I honest about that. Yeah. 
But there have been situations where you might be able to go and do some of that stuff when we've been together that, that will let you tick that box where I'm not impacted by it, where, I, where it's not a negative experience you for me. You're entertained by a crowd of things to please you. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think there's, there's that. But Keep I think, him occupied. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad no, way of looking at it necessarily. No, it's not. As long as you're doing something that gives you equal enjoyment. But equally, you, and we've spoken about this on this episode, you didn't know that you would like watching. I think you had, a, you know, when, when we had the whole experience with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen, I think you had an inclination because we it's know them very a, well. Yeah, it's not many miles uh, and, in my mindset anyway. You know, and it, yeah. and you, you like to watch and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it's not a massive flexing, but at that certain point you had to take a leap of faith. And that's kind of where I'm like, how can I take a leap of faith and how can I test that stuff if we can't bring it up and we can't have a look at it right. or if I don't know that it exists. Okay. So, and I think my input here is I was genuinely just almost trying to protect you from feeling a feeling I didn't want you to have, which was one of jealousy or hurt or, Hey, I'm not involved or, you know, fe just feeling isolated and not part of the thrill I was experiencing. And it, so it was coming from a place of well-being, as in I just don't genuinely don't want you to go through a, a range of emotion that will hurt you. But not, it, not, I'm, I'm not trying to hide things from you in that, of course, you, you know what's in my head most of the time and we talk about things all the time. Of course we do. In fact, that's how we got into it, <laughs> like talking. But as I said, also, I, I just genuinely kind of put a lid on it in my head because I just thought, well, wow, it's kind of no point because he doesn't really get anything out of that and almost some experiences might feel empty without kind of with me because we got into this together well and and i'm not necessarily saying this is like a carte blanche to go and do no. whatever that's Aww. absolutely no not what i'm i just um, arranged like a 10 women orgy yeah i know you did i, I saw you doing it <laughs> but it's just divert them to me it'll be fine and then you can have just like a one woman thing and be, you'll be okay and that's how the balance works it's but, not really an orgy is it I said a one woman thing. It's not an orgy, oh. no, no. But it's, you know, it's fair. I think that's how we can balance right. this between us. But I, there is that sort of, I think when we had that conversation, I came away quite hurt because you weren't being honest and because okay. you weren't sharing that. I understand why you're not. Right. But I also think that we're kind of a bit past that. I'd rather, because we can talk about lots of things that we might want to do. You might want some sort of alien space tentacle monster thing to come and grab you or whatever, but that ain't going to happen. But we can still oh. talk about it as a fantasy. <laughs> okay. And we can talk about all these different things that, that we have that pop up in, in our heads or that we're curious about. But, but the reality is, unless we do that, then how do we... Otherwise, we're just going to be doing the same thing. And that might be great. That might be perfect. Mm -hmm. And it might be, you know, building relationships with the people that we know and establishing new ones mm -hmm. is, is absolutely great and and. and and keeps you, us, you don't have to keep pushing. And you don't have to keep pushing the envelope. Everything. But I can't help but feel that at certain points that you, you do cross, you do come to these bridges and you, you dip your toe in and lots of water references here, but you kind of, you have a go and if you sink or swim, then you figure it out. Right. I keep using water references. But it is a case of, you know, if, if it's not on the table, how do you know that it's something that you're going to try if the opportunity no, I ar and arises? I think, I think that's partly the reason I thought it wasn't going to be something you'd enjoy is it's based on historically conversations we've had before and preferences in the past that you've, you know, give me an inclination that you're, you're not interested in. So that's kind of where it's come from. And it's, it, it's never been a secret that I, I like women, probably more than men. 
in most ways. Well, I think, you know, that's... But I've never really assumed it was going to be something that I could do more of because I just always thought, well, it doesn't get anything out of it. So it'd be really selfish of me maybe to try and push something that you're just not into. And I think that it's, we just kind of need to figure out what it is that you're looking for and figure out if, if, if we can work our way through that other yeah. ways to explore it without either one of us going off, off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. One of us investing too much and one of us not investing at all. And it's all this stuff is, is, is possible. It's just, we, I think the reason why it covers so much conversation is because we don't want to damage our relationship. No. And that's always, always at the center, but you're absolutely like the, the, the center of everything I, I do. And it all revolves around our relationship and ultimately that, has to come first and it always does I agree I, I think th- the other thing is is that we've just kind of and, and it goes back to that whole what we've said on air is is kind of almost you know it becomes Magna Carta or whatever and it's just like mm. solid Rosetta Stones whatever it's just solid stuff that feels like it's locked in place and that becomes our own perception of each other as well in, in a way because we perpetuate those characters and we perpetuate those sayings and those things and actually we we limit ourselves to experiences or whatever because we've done that Mm -hmm. so I, i think it's just being cognizant of all of that stuff being honest and open about what we're interested in what we want to do and and also looking at the balance that comes out of that and because i know very well that balance works is, is a thing between us. Mm-hmm. We, we know that an eye for an eye is a thing between us in many ways, <laughs> but it's kind of how do we mitigate that? How do we get through it? And how do we give ourselves a flavour of some of the things that we, we're interested in? And I say we, there's not a massive amount in my head that I'm like going, wow, I really want to go and try that. And, you know, rest assured, I'm not going to be going, oh yeah, I think I'll try men next week. That's not, <laughs> not in my head. But I know that you have stuff that you want to try and be part of. And it's kind of, well, actually, how do we how do we try and bring some of that to life and how do we navigate it in a way that doesn't kill me, but right. also makes me more comfortable with whatever situation is there? And um, Would it genuinely make you more comfortable to know that you've tried that? I'm at the point where I want you to be happy. And I think whilst I don't, for example, just talking about you going off and playing with a woman, right. it doesn't. That doesn't excite me. It just doesn't. No, it, no it really I understand that. But, but I know that it excites you. Okay. And I want to make you happy. So it's kind of how do we, how can we make that work? Without you without, being hurt. Yeah. Mm. It's not that I'm, the lack of excitement doesn't mean that it's a, it's a stab to the heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just means you're simply not excited by the, the yeah, idea of it. And that's, it's an important distinction to me. But it's kind of all those sorts of things are probably conversations that we, we need to have probably in a, some sort of Italian restaurant over glasses of wine knowing <laughs> us. And that's where we do all of our best conversing, I think. But I, it, Where's it's, my wine? Yeah, Damn it. <laughs> there's no wine. It's a weekday. Day of the week. You're not allowed wine. Well, I thought you loved alliterative days of the week. No, wine I, you is... are the one that hates alliterative days of the week. <laughs> not me. You're just, you just make me enforce it. So I, I should do put hate alliteration. Gentle, gentle listener that on, you know, on the Twitters, a naughty Twitter, the lots of Titty Tuesday and... Risky Friday. And shit in a bucket Saturday. Manly Monday. All that sort of stuff. And Mrs. H hates them. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. I just hate them. They're just so fucking trite. 
Day after day, I said it. I've had enough. Now. So yeah, so I just <laughs> abuse those days just just to really make you happy. Yeah. You really hate the alliteration. It's we quite do. funny. Anyway, so <laughs> that was kind of the, the the cut and thrust about what I wanted to talk about because I think you know we'd had all these experiences, we'd had these conversations, and we hadn't really got to the crux of kind of where we're at. And I think we probably need to scurry away and think about you know what is on the the cards. What what do we want? What's going to excite us? What's going to keep mm-hmm. us interested? But also what what's going to test those boundaries a bit? What's acceptable? What's not? I know, and and I actually did test my boundaries, as you say, and I. It turns out I quite enjoyed it. You did. So, I mean, so riddle me this: then, if I if we went went and found my lady orgy, what in your head, off the top of your head, what would you potentially do to make sure that you're doing something of equal excitement? Well, that, and that's the thing. I think, <laughs> and it, that's the thing, isn't it? What would you? How would you cope with that? And what would you do? Because you wouldn't just sit here and. Play Fortnite. <laughs> no, I, I, and I think, and you certainly wouldn't sit here and think about what all the excitement I'm having and go, oh, I'm just going to have another wank now. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, have to do something, I think, of not equal importance or value, but something that meant that we were both equally. I think entertained. Yeah, and I think that's that's part of the trick of it. It's kind, but that lady orgy for example that doesn't necessarily mean you go into a all ladies night or something no no that and could i actually be. don't think i'm quite ready for that because i literally would be so worried about you i wouldn't enjoy it but at the same point if we were to go to an event together and there happened to be a lady pile right. while i was occupied for example yeah that's manageable yeah between us and plus we're in the same area potentially and we could or at go... least the same building or whatever it might yeah. be so and i think I think you'd probably quite like the, hey, what was I up to conversation quite a lot. I think you'd find that quite hot. I'd be like ambivalent. (laughs) The thing is, I want to know. But you wouldn't be turned on by it. But I'm not necessarily turned on by it. But then equally, you never know. That may change. That may evolve and it may be in the telling of the story that Mm. that I find that excitement. But my initial take is very much that that's not something that's making me go, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to get that. But... You know, it's it's been interesting because over the last year or so, we've definitely seen small little evolutionary steps in kind of our approach and things like the you know, last couple of years, I should say, like playing in a different room. And we even talked about a separate date. We have. I was going to say we've we've tinkered with the idea, haven't we, of um, safely yes. <laughs> um, experiencing a separate date with people we trust. Yeah. Um, just to see how we... And I think we agreed already in advance there would be no physical, like, no, there would be no official. I see what you're doing. Wink, Ah. wink, no official (laughs) sexiness going on at all whatsoever. And we'd have to to be completely trustworthy and know that we can both hold ourselves accountable to the promises we make each other because otherwise the trust is gone and we'll never do anything like that again. Well, and that's the, and that's the thing with this, I think, is that the fact that we're actually We've talked about that and, and considering that is, is definitely an evolution of where we've been previously. I agree. And actually, if we're talking about a separate, just going out and having drinks or whatever. or, or Like an actual date. An actual date rather than a... doesn't involve going back for coffee and then a bit of how's your father. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I suspect coffee with, with the particular selection wouldn't be appropriate <laughs> as they don't drink coffee anyway. However, but the fact that we're, we're discussing that yeah. and the fact that that's a possibility and actually is... 
you know, I, we'd be comfortable as an actuality, I think, with yeah, that. Yeah, Suggests that, you know, that, that's not a path to something else, but it is a step in a slightly different direction for us. And that's quite, mm. quite interesting. I, you know, I don't think we're changing our style, our approach. I don't think we're looking to do lots of things separately, but I think that that we are allowing a level of flexibility in what we do. And, and there's been situations where that's been okay. And I think, you know, we said at, you know, our last event that actually if one of us wanted to do something, as long as we told the other what was going on, then it would probably be fine. It's a big probably. But actually the fact that we'd even discussed it in itself was a, a significant move in a different direction, I think. Yeah. And I think, I think I need to reconcile in my head why we feel we'd want to pursue the different things like that. So one of the reasons I never wanted to consider separate dating or separate play is because I just couldn't really see myself ever wanting to do things apart from you because I wanted to do all this with you. That was my whole reason in the first place to enjoy experiences with you as, you know, our marriage is opening, but I still want to do it with you by my side. So I think I need, I needed to kind of think through the thought process behind what's, what's compelling us maybe to move in slightly different directions and, and explore things without each other. Well, I think there is a, you know, there is a, if you're wanting a lady pile, for well, example. that's a very, okay, that's but, a very obvious reason. Yes. yes. I mean, in terms of the realm of just separate dates, for example. Okay. Because that's something that is definitely not involving each other because they're going separately. I mean, we might come back together and discuss, and that might be hot, like you say, but also we are ultimately pursuing different people in different directions, aren't we? Yeah, and I think... I don't, want to, I don't want to become too far removed from what we have, is what I'm saying. It's just me building safeguards in, I think, of not... I don't want to ever push you into a kind of, well, now he's got the flavour for dating new other people. Maybe he'll be like, oh my God, maybe I don't want to be with her. Maybe I do want to date other people and not not be in my marriage. So. But I think there is a risk with all of these activities of where, that, where that comes into it. And equally, I would argue that, that you sort of going off and doing your own adventure that's just for ladies is, is equally as powerful and equally as, yeah, no. uh, you know, and I think, you know, you can, you, we can space it any number of ways, but I think it's more about how we handle that and make, like you say, make sure that we do the adventure together as much as possible. Mm. I think the interesting thing is, is I don't, I don't think you're particularly, I don't think you have a particular fantasy about me going off and doing something and coming back to you. Not really. And I don't have that about you. So actually, <laughs> the reality is, is that most of the adventures that we want are together. And I think if, if something separate was to happen, I think it would be under safe, safe circumstances, mm. which, would, which is fine in itself because it helps us, let's just test some boundaries without too much worry or concern. Yeah. I think there's certain situations like the ladies thing where that I think we'd probably, if we were to do that, we'd probably operate as an eye for an eye basis because <laughs> that's how we tend to work. I know it's not particularly healthy, but I think that's also how we reconcile a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really quite juvenile, isn't it? It's a bit, bit childish that we operate like that, but also if it safeguards us and, and it's what we're both okay with at the moment, then. Well, I fine. think, I think there is that reality of, personality wise we we operate on that on, on a home basis it's like you got one of those well i get one of these <laughs> i don't think it's a it's a selfish thing necessarily i just think it's about that level of balance and i think i know much of that comes from my upbringing but also i know that you 
don't like to feel as though you've left out, been left out. Right. So there is a, it's an interesting dynamic for the two of us. But I, I honestly, I can't see us jumping into something crazy. I just think it's a little small steps in different directions or at least having the discussions that, that these are things that might appeal. And for whatever reason, so that if they do come up in a circumstance that we can control, then, then it gives us more opportunity to take that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I could, because I was starting to waffle then at the end. <laughs> it was just, you know, I was only one step away from using Synergy. This is oh what my I, God. Yeah, I know. This is what I get. I've been recording uh, work videos today and um, I've been using all sorts of delightful words. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Synergy. Synergy. Clarity. <laughs> Science. Yeah. All of those great things. Overall, uh, you know, I, I utterly adore you and I don't, you know, I don't want to pursue a, a, a life without you. So that's, you know... Uh, despite your advancing age and, you know, faltering looks, as you say, and the need for plastic surgery and all those other things, I, I adore you more than ever. And I think no, you're, Kim, you're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you are my absolute world. So uh, you've got no worries on that front whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Cool. Any final thoughts, Jerry Springer, to add to this one? <laughs> I think it's funny when you say going back sort of six years, how, almost how uneducated and basic our our whole approach to this was and of course it's got to start somewhere yeah. and i'm not i'm not berating us for having such mm, burrito <laughs> for having such narrow-minded views maybe six years ago because we didn't know and we we had nothing to really compare anything to is there's no kind of comparable relationship we'd ever had that where we could go oh i think we should do this aren't we great it's more of a, hey, we've stumbled through this together and we've, we've found ways to make things work. And now, six years on, you know, I, I think we're really skilled at kind of an adept maybe at navigating some of the things that, you know, if we hadn't taken the time and respect to do it right, we could have really unraveled over the years with it. So I think it's, it's all credit to us, I think, doing it in a mature way, I think. And I think it's, it's great that we keep on wanting to refresh it and evolve it and excite it and keep it all alive like this. I think the other thing that I really want to mention is that on that journey, it's not just been us. And I think that's when, been what's really incredible and useful is that mm. all the, the, the amazing people that we've met, I mean, this makes it sound like it's like an Oscar speech now. I'd like to thank my <laughs> mum and God and my scout troop but uh, you know all the people that we've met particularly sort of secret stag and secret vixen uh, because the dynamic is so different it's mm. it's given us di you know all of these people that you know we've mentioned today they all have different slightly different dynamics mm. different approaches different kinks that have kind of just opened our eyes to to a different world and i think you can't help but absorb some of that and take it in and and it's really good to question where you're at and just have a good good feel around to see how you're feeling oh definitely i think new perspectives are really really crucial when you're doing anything like this anyway because i think it's just it's amazing to see what works for the people and maybe you know take a little bit of from everyone and and kind of you know absorb like borg aren't we <laughs> but it's true though like you you take a little bit from all the good qualities of the things that you you find so attractive in other people and you kind of you almost kind of want to amplify those yourself and go, well, that works really well for them. And, you know, I wouldn't know how it would be if we 
we did something similar or I'm not saying we should go off and be like a hot wife or anything. <laughs> and absolutely that's not for us. But also it's it's really good to sort of explore other people's stories and hear their narratives and how it's kind of worked. Absolutely. So I want to say a huge thank you to all the people we mentioned in the podcast. So um, I'm not going to reel them all off Ooh. now, but thank you. You help make our lives so much better and you're awesome. Yeah. Also, Night at the Glitz, that's going to be happening really soon. So we've got to run around, panic, <laughs> sort that out, live a, an amazing party night. It will be amazing. I cannot wait for it. I'm, and sure I'm it'll be so excited. What I'm really excited about actually is introducing. Is it your shoes? Well, my shoes, yes. They are as glittery <laughs> as they come. Is actually introducing some friends to other friends. I love that. Like, hey, oh, you guys yeah. are really awesome. These guys are really awesome. Why don't you meet them and see how you all get on? Yay! Yeah, that's, that's actually brilliant. That's really, really lovely. Yeah. And I'm looking yeah, forward to doing that. Bringing people together like a community, growing, and it's great. Yeah. Growers, not showers. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to do that. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be back to talk about Night of the Glitz, give you all the inside goss, mm. um, how the spill some tea or whatever it is that Kate's banging on about. Yeah, what did she got about Spill tea? the tea. She loves spilling it, the tea. Isn't it beans you're supposed to spill? No, you can spill the beans or you I can... I always say spill the beans. Spill the so tea. I've never been... And are they coffee beans tea? or like baked beans? Well, baked beans. <laughs> are I don't they? why. Okay. Did you just spill the beans like you spilled the beans? Okay. But I, spilling tea just sounds clumsy, right? Like well, you've tripped and I mean, you're spilling anything anyway, so you But beans implies maybe like, oh, I don't know. Where's that come from? Did you flick your beans? No. You did I'm, on the sofa. I saw you do it. <clears throat> ah, anyway, Mrs. H. I think I need to go and investigate Brewer's Dictionary and find out the origin of spilling Maybe beans. you should, but... Uh, but I'm going to do that. Yeah, let's, let's round this one up. <laughs> do your thing. Okay. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Sure, you're ready. You born ready? Like Maybelline? What? Born with it. Oh, born with it. <laughs> oh, good grief. Look, I'm having a weird week of not functioning. <laughs> it's because you've not had any alcohol since Saturday. Oh, because that is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. What it is. <laughs> that is. On Tuesday. I knew this would happen. <laughs> two days or three days since that, that alcoholic binge. I'm just not cut out for sobriety. You're just getting. <laughs> Alcohol withdrawal symptoms, that's what it is. <laughs> top up. Like giving someone a blood transfusion, just top me up a bit of chin. A bit of ethanol, she'll be fine. Oh, no, no, no desperate times, no. <laughs> All right.